Welcome to Oncology Data Advisor. Today we're here at the ASCO annual meeting and I'm joined by Dr. Manoj Bhupathi. Thanks so much for coming on today. Thank you for having me. Would you like to introduce yourself and share what your work, work focuses on? Sure. Uh, my name is Manoj Bhupathi. I'm a GU medical oncologist at Sarah Cannon Research Institute and Rocky Mountain Cancer Centers in uh, Denver, Colorado. Um, I do a lot of work in early phase studies from phase one to phase three, uh, focused in, more, in all, all GU tumors. Great. So I believe you have two studies here about uh, sasituzumab, govitecan, and urothelial cancer. Um, one is a safety analysis by UGT1A1 status. Would you like to give some background about this study and what the role of UGT1A1 is in urothelial cancer? Sure. So um, sasituzumab has been looked at in advanced, um, advanced urothelial carcinoma and has been shown to be helpful uh, in patients with um, with uh, who are refractory to to other treatment options, so it's been looked at in a number of cohorts. Uh, there has been three cohorts which we've evaluated so far, uh, and it showed an objective response rate. In the first cohort, it was around 28 percent. In the second cohort, it was 32 percent, and the third cohort was 41 percent overall uh, response rate. So uh, trope two is where sasituzumab is targeting, and it was given an accelerated approval. Um, uh, post chemotherapy and post immunotherapy. And here in the UGT1A1 uh, abstract, what we were looking at was the patients in cohort one, and we were looking to see if there was any safety outcomes that were look uh, that, that can change based on the UGT1A1 status. And so in, in this cohort, patients. Um, Patients had received sasituzumab um, uh, on day one and day eight, and after a medium follow-up of 10.5 months, uh, what we found is that the incidence of diarrhea, um, any, any grade-related diarrhea, neutropenia, um, as well as uh, significant grade diarrhea, of which was grade three, neutropenia grade three, and anemia grade three, were all the same regardless of the UGT1A1 status. So basically it tells us that with the longer follow-up, uh, it was really, the safety profile was pretty consistent with what was, what was known before. And the, in, and the status of the UGT1A1 did not impact the, um, uh, impact the tolerance or inter, uh, interruptions or anything like that. Um, it did say it did seem like the incidence of um, UGT1A1 um, in patients who had homozygous status was slightly uh, more frequent, but otherwise um, no other new safety signals. That's great. Um, will this knowledge be used to? impact how sasituzumab is, is used for patients? I don't think it changes how we use it at the present time. I think we have to do some additional safety um, analysis to, to figure that out. Right. Great. Um, so moving on to your other study, you also have the efficacy of sasituzumab govitecan in UC by TROP2 expression. I would like to give us some background about this study as well. Yeah, so similarly, um, you know, sasituzumab, again, it's, it's a drug that um, uh, is, is, is a trope 2 directed ADC. Trope 2 is a transmembrane glycoprotein and it's elevated in many cancers. Um, similarly, it's elevated in uh, expression at urothelial carcinoma. And so here, what we looked at was um, uh, assessing the outcomes uh, for the cohort 1, 2, and 3 that we've previously reported by trope 2 based on archival tumor expression. 
Um, and what we found is that um, when you when you assess this uh, trope two expression using an IHC stain, um, the the idea was that the trope two association with clinical endpoints can be used to see if there's a change in ORR. And what we found is that of, of the 192 patients who were all enrolled in cohorts one to three, 144 patients had samples that were evaluable for trope two, and 139 were evaluable for efficacy analysis of trope two expression. And r really what we found is that there was no difference uh, when you look at this um, in, in terms of outcomes. So similar outcomes were seen whether you had a high expression or or not. And so, uh, and, and, and when we had looked at cohort one versus cohort two and three, it was all the same. So there was no, there was no real difference what we, what, we, what we find. And it really suggests that the activity of SG may be independent of the trope two expression. Mm -hmm. Great. Um, do you have any other additional analyses underway regarding the efficacy of SG in different populations? So we're looking at uh, efficacy of SG across various uh, subtypes and eligibility. So we're looking at SG in patients who are cisplatin ineligible and um, receive SG in conjunction with immunotherapy, um, whether it be a PD-1 plus a TIGIT in combination as well as in the maintenance therapy as well, uh, using SG in combination with immunotherapy. Um, so more data yet to become. Uh, there's a total of six cohorts on this study, uh, only of which uh, three are being evaluated so far and we have three more that we're, we're starting to look at. Great. Well, that's really great to know. So thanks so much for stopping by to talk about this today. Sure. Thank you for having me.